Hello and welcome to the conversation. Mini. I'm Heil Russell. And I'm Cameron Regal. And if I sound a bit off to everybody, that's because this is actually a variant of Heil Russell that is joining you here today. This is Heil Russell sick in parentheses. And I've just been added to the conversation lineup. I'm really excited to finally be here. You can get me for the next few days at only 105 rubies. So now is the time to strike if you want me in your roster. Uh, no, I'm battling a little bit of a uh, an illness this week. I'm on the upswing, but I apologize if I sound like death warmed over. But when there is Donkey Kong news to discuss, Cameron... The conversation can take no sick days. The conversation can't have bed rest. Not when there is hard-hitting DK journalism to be had in podcasting form. And boy, do we have a story for you on this special mini-episode. Yeah, what is that story? Oh, okay. Oh, it's it's up to me. Okay. So, (laughs) in a first in the game's nearly four-year-old history, a costumed variant of Donkey Kong himself has come to Mario Kart Tour with this week's Night Tour. Introducing Donkey Kong Gladiator. Woo! Um, so, <laughs> yeah, this, uh, it was actually a big deal, depending on who you ask. This is in the Mario Kart Tour community, apparently, just uh, the, the biggest thing that has happened in the game since they added uh, me drivers. Yes, Donkey Kong Gladiator is the very first costume variant of any Kong character in Mario Kart Tour. You could make the argument that Donkey Kong Jr. Uh, SNES is a variant, uh, depending on your point of view, but this is the very first one that is presented and marketed as a pre-existing character who is a Kong wearing a silly get-up. And that's a big deal, considering we have gone so long, and I've had so many theories about why we haven't had that in Mario Kart Tour, when they've, they've not been demure about restraining themselves from putting beloved IPs in absurd situations and with uh, ludicrous accessories. Yeah, up until now, it's been kind of conspicuous that, like, uh, Mario Kart Tour has the highest volume of Kong characters of any Mario Kart game by a significant margin. Oh, yeah. But that they're all solely in their default designs again, unless you count DK Jr. is uh it's pretty conspicuous in a in a game that's like dipped into giving costumes to like some of the baby characters and Waluigi. H- having your first Donkey Kong costume variant in the game, I wasn't expecting it to be this. And I don't know what I was expecting if we ever got one. I was expecting for something maybe a little bit more on brand than Donkey Kong dressed as, they say gladiator, but he's got a bit of a Roman centurion soldier in there as well. So it's, it's not just 
like gladiator gear. He 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 looks like a soldier. But the description when you go to buy him, and of course, I I checked my friends list by the way in Mario Kart Tour, and over half of the people had bought Gladiator Donkey Kong the morning of Wednesday. <laughs> Um, like everybody was clearly waiting, saving our rubies for something like this to come along. Like I've been buying the, the me costumes, the me racing outfits as they become available, just because it gives all your me racing outfits a 10 point boost. So like I'm, I'm, I've maxed out my Donkey Kong me racing suit, how desperate I am for Donkey Kong content. And so it just makes sense to, you know, invest in those. But I was also keeping some rubies squirreled away just in case we would be getting, say, Cranky Kong in the game, which was a theory, you know, around when the Super Mario Brothers movie would come out. Of course, we did not get that. But you go to buy them and the description says Donkey Kong Gladiator. The Gladiator of the Jungle is here. Great description. Catch nearby opponents with his boomerang flower special skill. And so, yeah, this is the first Kong character in the game, including the Donkey Kong Mii racing suit, to not have a banana accessory as their special item. They've they've split the banana items between the giant banana peel for some Kong characters, the triple banana for Dixie and Donkey Kong Jr., and the godforsaken banana barrels for Diddy and Funky. And oh, they, thank God they didn't give them that. Yeah, they did bring back the banana barrels for this tour, but it's for the lime green me racing suit. So we, we, we did dodge a bullet. Like, I would have just preferred the giant banana because it when you get in a frenzy with a giant banana, there are few items that are better for racking up the points. But yeah, this, this is fine. It's different. And it's also being thematically paired with the night tour, for with the debut of the Rome Avanti track, uh, where we're driving around Rome. And, uh, of course, that comes in several configurations, as these city tracks do. We will eventually see it in the Booster Course Pass, Wave 6, probably. This kind of stood out to me because, like, um, for one, Rome Avanti, I don't think any of the other world tour courses they've done have had their localized English name have a non-English word in it. Yeah. And it's also, um, I think they've done this before, but it's uncommon. It's a tour that is not branded after Rome itself. It's it's the night tour, and it's coming alongside um, uh, Moon... Moonview Highway? Moon, Moonview Highway, thank you. I, I thought that the, it was interesting that they... I wasn't expecting the Rome course to be, if there was going to be a Rome course, I wasn't expecting it to be at night. Yeah, they they did just recently do the, um, they added Athens to the game. That's a track that takes place in the daytime where you're driving around ancient ruins. So, you know, it switches it up a little bit. Some of the city tracks like New York Minute and, um, what is it, um, Singapore, uh, but they take place at night as well. Yeah, I guess now you pointed out that way, it is kind of like a 50-50 kind of split when they, they, they mix it up. Yeah. There's like a there's a sunset one as well. But uh, I thought it was interesting because uh, it means Rome wasn't built in the day. <laughs> oh, God. I could just see the gears in your brain working, and I didn't know what direction you were taking us with, but I knew it was going to have a payoff, as, as your bits always do, Cameron. You're... 
you're a patient, patient man setting up the setting up the joke. And uh, yeah, we haven't seen this gladiator costume on Donkey Kong in the harsh light of day. So I'm looking forward to to getting it into a daytime track once the, the two week night tour is over. And of course, we have long speculated that the reason there has been a lack of a Donkey Kong character variance, with the possible exclusion of Donkey Kong Jr. SNES, depending on your point of view, is that with the Donkey Kong brand management team that we know was put into place at Nintendo around 2018, then they would potentially have to clear every possible wacky iteration of the Kongs that they come up with with them, whereas with the characters defined as Mario series mainstays, they could just do whatever they wanted without any hassle, like give Luigi an enormous bratwurst or make baby Rosalina Sherlock Holmes for some reason. You mentioned they even gave some of the baby characters, baby characters, which are basically variants unto themselves. They gave variants to some of the baby characters. And one of the weirdest ones was, oh, here's Rosalina and she's Sherlock Holmes but a baby, uh, because that was, I think, <laughs> I think that was the London, when, when they went to London, and they were like, well, we need characters representing London. Uh, Rosalina Sherlock Holmes and Waluigi is a bus driver. <laughs> Let's do that. Like, did they just figure out we need a character with an oral fixation to be Sherlock? <laughs> Ouch. Take that, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. It was it was a joke about the pipe. I don't know what you mean. Oh, oh, I well, he's a very repressed man, Sherlock. Holmes. Anyway, so <laughs> a lot of people have called us out uh, since this news broke, saying, "Hey, DK Vine, you're wrong," because we were making the argument that potentially the reason we have not seen Donkey Kong variants in this game is because of the brand management team and any like restrictions that might have put in place. Maybe restrictions is too harsh of a word, but protocol to go through, bureaucracy, right? And I just want to say, I'm, I'm not trying to defend anything we've made an argument for in the past, but it's not like I didn't want this to be happening. I'm happy We've got this because as somebody who plays Mario Kart Tour, at least in passing once a day, I did feel left out every time they would add a wacky variant and it would not be any character I would care about. I I would rather be getting cranky in this game or, or swanky to fill that hole, but it's honestly refreshing to have a Donkey Kong variant in the game and to, to get to have fun with that. And it's it's a, it's a new... A visual experience at the very least and it's a new character i can start leveling up and it's it's fun i've been wanting this for a long time so i'm actually happy about this you're not gonna rain on my parade but i think sometimes we as fans or even those of us who cover the happenings of nintendo i think we ascribe so much mythical weight to nintendo's decision making as if each decision what was carried down from on high on stone tablets and never can you contradict what is inscribed and i don't think when when we look at stuff like this it's not oh nintendo's not doing this what does it mean nintendo's doing this it must always be so i think sometimes we forget that these are just human beings like us working in 
what could be a somewhat mundane job, you know, office bureaucracy. And we do know that the Donkey Kong brand management team is a thing, yes. And so maybe that did have some effect on the lack of Donkey Kong variants for three and a half years. Uh, and maybe it's not impacting Mario Kart Tour at all. And we were wrong in that case. I mean, this happening doesn't preclude there being a Donkey Kong brand team that they had to run this by. Right, yeah. So, Because like, that's not like, there's not like a, when we say there's a Donkey Kong brand management team, we're not saying like there's a like mysterious council that gathers around in a circle in high chairs in a dark room. Right, dark smoky room. Generally, any significantly large enough franchise will have people in the role of like giving a rubber stamp on stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure everything's on message. And maybe they had to go through that for Donkey Kong or maybe not. Yeah, like we just mentioned with Sherlock Holmes, Rosalina, or Luigi with the big sausages, I think it's clear they come up with a costume idea to represent a city or a tour or a time of year before assigning it to a character, with the exception of some obvious ones like Yoshi being in an Easter egg or those Mario get-ups that are just taken directly from Odyssey or other past games or promotional things. To be sure, this kind of reframes my thinking on the costumes that we've gotten so far and the lack of Donkey Kong characters specifically getting them in that it makes me realize, oh, there's not really an obvious direction to take Donkey Kong in the premise of these tours unless you specifically set out with the goal of we need to do something for Donkey Kong. Yeah, and and I think you could have very easily done stuff like that with Donkey or Diddy, you know, throughout, and they have leaned more heavily on characters like Daisy and Rosalina and... I do appreciate the irony that the character, the the tour that, the the, the tour and track that finally get um, Donkey Kong a costume are... the, the, The track that finally gets Donkey Kong a costume associated with it is in Italy. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like that. Like, finally, it's Mario's ancestral homecoming, and he gets completely shut out of anything new. Um, but yeah, like, talking about, like, the Chain Chomp chariot, which is the cart, which has nothing to do with Donkey Kong. Like, if they really wanted to tie it in a Donkey Kong, they'd have uh, some ostriches on there or something. Uh, I think it's clear they come up with a costume beforehand, and then say, what character would fit this best? And they probably had this idea of a Roman centurion slash gladiator pastiche. Realized that Donkey Kong's burly body type probably fit it the best, you know? Um, kind of muscular, but not, um, not like, like heavy set like somebody like Bowser or Wario would be. And somebody who like doesn't look out of place wearing like a reduced amount of clothing. Exactly, yeah, because Donkey Kong is just dressed in full-on sword and sandals. Like uh, he, he looks like from a romance novel cover, um, but he's usually more new than this, so so it works. Um, so, that, you know, if there is a Donkey Kong brand and management team in place that has restricted this in the past, I'm sure they probably made their case to them and say, hey, we have this idea. We think it works for Donkey Kong. And they said, okay. 
And then that was it. Like, not everything has to be this complicated set of rules that that we divine from afar. It could just be as simple as emailing somebody and saying, hey, is this good? Yeah, Yeah, sure. It doesn't mean there isn't a Donkey Kong (laughs) brand management team. We know there is. So whether or not that has any effect on tour or not, it at least doesn't preclude them from doing this in the future so now it is on the table we know that at the very least if they have a good enough idea for a kong variant it will get in so hey that's great happy to be wrong you know (laughs) coming off the heels of the nintendo direct i also saw people trying to gleam some possible meaning behind this like well donkey kong is clearly a dead franchise so they just don't care anymore we're getting this the day this was announced the day after the nintendo direct and I'm just like, come on, people. Like, not, there's some, sometimes we see correlation where none exists. They had this lined up for quite some time. The fact that it was announced after Nintendo Direct only happened because, uh, they, they, they show a preview for the next tour, the Thursday before the next tour. And the Nintendo Direct was on a Wednesday this month. It was a coincidence. I, I want those kind of people to tell me what Waluigi parentheses bus driver means means he'll never be in a wario game he he's too busy in a shift driving a bus could have been could have been diddy <laughs> could have missed Did- opportunity diddy is a skilled bus driver well they, now they're claiming it's a yukiki but we know the truth so i also had people i, I i'm not gonna get, be on my uh my soapbox for too long. But I also just have to point this out because of the ridiculous news cycle I've had with this, Cameron. I also had people complaining that I was reporting on this at all uh, because they said I was using it to hype people up and make them think a new Donkey Kong game was imminent. Um, grasping at straws is is how it was worded. Uh, that's a new one. Uh, me reporting on Donkey Kong stuff, running it on DK Vine, and then saying, how dare you? You're getting people's How hopes How dare up. you do your job? <laughs> Whenever I talk about Banjo-Kazooie, we're recording this on Banjo-Kazooie's 25th anniversary. A conversation about that full-length conversation is coming next. But, you know, nobody's like, how dare you talk about Banjo-Kazooie's 25th anniversary when you don't even know if a new Banjo game is in the works? I'm like, come on! Like, this... this He's in Mario Kart Tour. I'm talking about it. I'm not... Tr- like, the, the reason behind DK Vine isn't to chase rumors and scuttlebutt on the next donkey kong game we cover the entire dku from nostalgia to the future yes but also current stuff like mario kart tour i i don't know what you want from me people it's dk in a fun outfit i'm I'm glad to see it i can understand people who don't play tour or just don't get worked in the lather about donkey kong in silly context not caring about this, and that's that's completely fair. Uh, but we're going to have to talk about it because we are DK Vine. So I've also s- seen people say, and I want to get your opinion on this, Cameron, because I, I kind of raise my eyebrow at this. I see people say it's super obvious that they made Donkey Kong a gladiator because of the Ring of Kong in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Which I think that would be an argument to make if he looked anything like this in the movie, but he was just the movie's design of Donkey Kong. This is just Donkey Kong in a sword and sandals get up like you'd see the, the staff at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas where I don't, I don't really see the correlation here. It's a fun 
connection to draw with your mind, but I don't think that was the intent. I, I could see this like being inspiration in the like subconscious thought sense. Uh-huh. But I don't think it's specifically like, oh, they did this because they're trying to have parody with the Mario movie. Yeah, they've they've done nothing in tour to tie into the Mario Brothers movie. Sadly, because I really wanted Cranky Kong in his uh, King Cranky get-up in Mario Kart Tour. I thought that would have been awesome. I really wanted uh, Bananas Foster Swanky Kong just set ablaze in Mario Kart Tour. Uh, we haven't gotten it. If if we see Fire Donkey Kong, that would be... That would maybe set off some alarm bells. Right, right. A five-alarm fire right there. But no, this, this is just because they were doing Rome, because they do this for every city Mario Kart Tour visits. It is, a, like you said, it could have been a subconscious thing, but they clearly made no effort to market it as such. So I, I don't think there's... Um, there's any actual link there. But let's talk about this design. We, we've talked about the reasons behind it. Let's actually talk about the design. So Cameron, you know, I, I love Donkey Kong in the Skylanders jumpsuit. Um, I love Diddy Kong in the all yellow hero mode outfit. I like Kongs when they get a little bit fanciful, when they, when they get outside of their normal gear. And I have to say, even though I don't think Donkey Kong in Italy really, um, links up in my mind, I really do like the way Donkey Kong Gladiator looks. Yeah, I, I dig the design. It's fun. It's very, like, like Halloween costume-y. Yeah. But in a, in a way that, like, I I kind of love. And I love, in general, when a game or, like, any kind of media puts a well-established character with an incredibly well-established look in a different outfit that is clearly a temporary thing, but just gets to have fun with it. Right. For a for a brief moment, it's the same reason I love the costumes in Mario Party Two. It's the same reason I love DK's like Daredevil um a jumpsuit in Skylanders. Yeah, I like I I spent a long time navel gazing this. Being sick when when the tour launched, I spent most of yesterday in bed, like clearing out the tour, building up. Donkey Kong Gladiator, marveling at his animations. Uh, by the way, so Cameron, I know this is not the way you play the game. This is how I play Mario Kart Tour. When I'm clearing out a new tour, like playing all the tracks, um, I'm very restrictive in what characters and character cart combinations uh, and glider combinations I use because you get this sort of uh, end, end of tour scene kind of in lieu of a, the usual trophy ceremony in a Mario Kart game where all the characters you used in a tour or maybe the characters that you finished first with or, and their most used vehicle are all driving together down the featured track of that tour, which... Um, means for me i don't i don't want any mario characters in there it has to be exclusively kong so i only use the kongs in the vehicles i think best suit them so i i've got the regular donkey kong and the um dk maximum the kind of varnished dk jumbo i've got Donkey kong jr in the dk jumbo diddy kong in the gold train dixie kong in the banana master uh funky kong in the rambi runner the high-end version of the rambi rider and i've got me uh the character you uh my me in the donkey kong me racing suit in the barrel train 
And um, for this one, I was like, I've got I've got to select a vehicle for Gladiator Donkey Kong. Oh my god! So I selected the Chrome DK Jumbo. I briefly toyed with giving him the DK Maximum, but I didn't want to. Oh, for the for the maximum pun, right? I and I and I, I that that worked too well for me. But um, one, it would be pairing a high end cart with a high end driver, and I then would what give regular Donkey Kong the Chrome DK Jumbo. Well, that's two super uh, items, a super driver and super cart paired together. Which um, I was like, no. And anyway, anyway. I ultimately agree with the call you made because this is a costume for DK that has a lot of um, silver in yeah. it. Yeah, like the, the like I I didn't think um, regular Donkey Kong looked good in the Chrome DK Jumbo, so I ultimately selected the Chrome DK Jumbo for Donkey Kong Gladiator, and I think he looks great in it. Um, I'm, I'm really happy. Now, if Cranky Kong gets in the game, which is what I was earmarking the Chrome DK Jumbo for, then we'll have a whole different discussion. But I also like, I've got uh, regular Donkey Kong in the DK Maximum. I've got Gladiator Donkey Kong in the Chrome DK Jumbo. And I've got Donkey Kong Jr. in the regular DK Jumbo. So like three iterations, in my opinion, of the same character, all in different versions of the DK Jumbo. It looks sweet when you see them driving together, all, all I'm saying. Um, but then, of course, once I beat the tour, then I actually play the game how you're supposed to. You select the best drivers that you've got, the best cart, the best track, and then you try to grind the points that way. But it's just a fun little thing I do, and it also helped me level up uh, Gladiator Donkey Kong. But I I stared at this uh, costume for Donkey Kong for hours yesterday, and I really admire how they have made it work you wouldn't think it would work and then you study all the ways they made it blend in almost seamlessly to donkey kong so the helmet it it um it comes down and it sticks like it contours to the fur around his brow and ears completely taking up what would be that brown negative space just with silver it's like a perfect fit and it looks great the crest on the helmet which by the way i, I looked this up because i was like what what is the red floofy bit on these roman centurion helmets traditionally made out of either feathers or dyed horsehair so uh i don't i don't think donkey kong like shaved a horse for this maybe he did but maybe these. i mean are just... i've seen those cards yeah, he's been around horses. We don't know if he's still allowed around them. He, he shaved his pony from Mario Sports Superstars, is what you're saying? Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking Funky gave him the feathers from Tox, and, and he used that for the hell. I, I don't know, but I like that that crest sort of mimics in a more extreme version of Donkey Kong's cowlick. Um, which which is a really cool thing that I didn't even realize until I saw him driving around animated. And I was like, oh, wait, it's kind of like, I mean, it kind of looks like a mohawk on a early 90s kids cartoon, like for like an extreme character at like at Ninja Turtles or Street Sharks or something. But like it, it, it looks like if they like made Donkey Kong, like they took Donkey Kong to the max and made him extreme, and that's what his calic would look like. Anyway, it re- it really works. I I really like the the like helmet being molded around his like the ridge of his brow. 
like because a lot of those like old Roman helmets are depicted with like a sort of like tilted and curved brow like that, but it just naturally works really well applied to DK's face. Yeah. Yeah. This is also is this the only modern Donkey Kong design that doesn't have the tie? Yeah, I did notice he doesn't have the tie. He um, doesn't have the tie, and you don't see it unless he's he he does his uh, silly like uh, jump animations from a particular angle. But he's completely lacking the tie. What they do to visually make up for that is he's got the red cape sash of, of the Roman getup, and he's got the DK written on his wooden shield. So they make up for the lack of a tie, but they've clearly put thought into how could we make up for what we're sort of taking away from Donkey Kong? How do we make up for the deficiencies that so define his design and, and reincorporate them into this design? It's really clever. I have not analyzed any of the other costume variants to the extent I have done this. And I'm wondering, are they all this clever? Have I just been ragging on Luigi with a big sausage all this time? not seen the brilliance behind it or did they go above and beyond for donkey kong because they had to who's ragging luigi with the big sausage is brilliant it's one of the new uh, message icons on the new play control dk vine form you can select the big sausage from mario kart tour to define your post with i it's a decision i made i stand by it uh cameron you probably when we're talking about the design a little bit you probably want to talk a little bit about they still haven't incorporated Donkey Kong's new nose in Mario Kart Tour. Yeah, this is something that, like, is kind of distracting for me in both um, Mario Kart Tour and Mario Kart 8, which is, it, it comes with the territory of having evolving character designs, uh, well, character designs that evolve over time, but also having these living games that go on indefinitely. Yeah. Donkey Kong in both uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Mario Kart Tour still have his, like, older nose that was flat on his face. And it's not even just Donkey Kong that has stuff like this going on in uh, Tour and 8. Like, um, in in more recent games, they've given, uh, they've revised Daisy's design to, so she has more of a tan. Yeah. Which is, I think, great because I think somebody finally took notice of you know we we established she was she she was the ruler of a desert land back in her first appearance it's weird that she's white as a sheet right she's actually like in some appearances even paler than peach it it's just a completely bizarre design choice the way they backtrack from that so it's nice to see although in in the new super mario uh, Brothers Wonder, she she looks pretty pale again, right? I've found it hard to tell, like, looking at the footage. I think she's still got, like, a slight tan. Uh-huh. Um, but it's definitely jarring to go back to, to tour and especially eight. But, yeah, DK's new nose. I think I've mentioned this before, but I kind of have my suspicions that the... that Donkey Kong's new nose might be in deference to... Um, the increased role that 2D artwork has had in the Mario series uh-huh. in its promotion and like being incorporated into the games, um, specifically um, that of uh, Shigehisa Nakoe, who I think Nakoe gets um, his work misattributed a lot to uh, Yuichi Kotabe because Kotabe codified what the established Mario art style is. But um, he hasn't actively worked on Mario games 
in some time. Nakawe kind of picked up that torch and has been running with it to a really great success, uh, as I want to point out every time I bring him up on uh, DK Vine's uh, channels. He was responsible for illustrating the uh, Farewell Beloved Falco manga mm. that was uh, used for to promote Star Fox Adventures, and he's kind of taken over, by and large, as the like go-to Mario illustrator, insofar as I can tell anyway, because uh, this is an industry where people are not credited as well as they should be sometimes. Right. But he, he seems to definitely be the go-to, and his stuff has only gotten more and more striking over time and more expressive and fun. And all that to say, he tends to draw Donkey Kong with this elevated nose ridge, with it sort of popping off of the muzzle of his face, which I imagine is a conscious choice because it stands out more in a 2D drawing. Yeah. To have that shape language there. And that's something that was as far back as... Now, um, he worked on DK King of Swing, specifically. And I don't know to what extent he had a hand in the artwork of that game, but it's one of the earliest um, depictions of a rarest Donkey Kong with that nose. So I think it's sort of this this language that has deeply embedded itself by now. All that to say, something very nice about having DK um, put in a very prominent appearance in a in a new tour in Mario Kart Tour is often when Mario Kart Tour does a does a tour of significance in that it um, highlights a re- real world location. It will come with a fun little illustration from Nakawe, and like you'll you'll get fun things like um, like characters going shopping or uh, da- Daisy and Rosalina picking flowers. It's a fun one that uh, I saw circulate a lot online with uh, Luigi in sunglasses holding up a teacup. This tour is no exception. We get a very fun. 2D, like, postcard-style illustration of Donkey Kong in his gladiator getup flexing and smiling for the camera as, in the background, a chain chomp is lunging at him as Diddy looks on in abject horror, screaming and pointing. And I also like how it's up to your interpretation if Diddy is screaming in terror because of the chain chop or because of how Donkey Kong is dressed. <laughs> it's like, what did I just walk into? Oh my. Should I, should, I was going to say I should have knocked first, but we're outside on a public street. Oh my. Um, no, it's a great piece of art. I've, I saved it. I'm going to upload it to our gallery. It's instantly one of my favorite drawings of Diddy. It's so expressive. And it's, it's wonderful to have a pr- promotional piece of art, official promotional piece of art, with Donkey and Diddy in a silly context, even in service to a mobile Mario Kart game. It's still really cool to see. It's, it's, it's always appreciated. I would recommend, like, if you have absolutely no interest in engaging with Mario Kart Tour, just look these drawings up. They're all very fun. But yeah, yeah, Donkey Kong has the raised nose in this illustration, does not have the raised nose on the in-game model because they have to keep it consistent with the regular Donkey Kong, 
And it's just this weird artifact that's lingering um, in the Mario Kart games. Whereas, like, for for the Switch version of Tropical Freeze, they updated his nose, you know? So... Yeah, and I, I'm not sure exactly how the timing worked out that Tropical Freeze was beholden to that design change, but Mario Kart 8 Deluxe wasn't. Yeah. It, it's what we got. Like like I said, um, all of Daisy's costumed variants still abide by her original appearance in Mario Kart Tour, so this is a consistent thing they're doing across the board when they do a character variant. That, that's true, yeah. and And, you know... Just just pointing it out there, if the Donkey Kong brand management team formed sometime in 2018, then it, it's possible Tropical Freeze fell under that purview, uh, whereas Mario Kart 8 Deluxe evaded it. I don't know. I, that That's just speculation there. And I'm tired of talking about the brand management team, so maybe we'll just, uh, maybe we'll just put any speculation to rest and to not go there animation wise though cameron like what do you think about all this fun little movements because they like to have these variant characters get a little silly when they're doing boost jumps to really show off uh the costume and so donkey kong certainly does that here um some of some of the animations specifically the victory animations uh, are recycled from just normal Donkey Kong. But when he's boosting, you've got him swinging his wooden sword and shield around. I love him. I love him mugging for the camera with the sword and shield. And it's one of those things that like is more and more absurd the more you scrutinize it. The The idea of somebody in the middle of driving, <laughs> um, swinging around a sword and a giant she- a buckler around. Yeah, but I mean, like, if if you have... Uh, a little play sword and shield, you're going to be, like, play fighting no matter what context you're in. Um, you could be in the hospital uh, after after a severe car accident, and you could still just be, somebody hands you a fake sword and a shield, and you're going to be, like, swinging it around. You know, you just can't help yourself. I like that it's a wooden sword as well. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's mostly a conscious choice for like don't, not encouraging the kids at home but it feels appropriate for donkey kong yeah it, yeah it does it's it's it seems like he could have cobbled this together on donkey kong island so you're right like it's at the very least even if it doesn't really make sense thematically when applied to donkey kong they did do a really good job at making it work for donkey kong and it's fun and i'm enjoying it and i'm really excited now that we have the possibility to get variants because i would love to see diddy or dixie or funky in something um a little bit less conservative well what's considered conservative for them which is still half naked um i you know i i want them to get weird and and if it's possible i mean i'm still a little salty we didn't get a funky kong variant when they went to amsterdam but it's fine it's fine well, if they go back to the U.S., he can put on his military fatigues and carry around his giant guns again. <laughs> yeah, like when they added the cheeseburger cart with Charge and Chuck when they did, like, what, Los Angeles? <laughs> I love th- I love that cart. Let's talk a little bit about some bad rumors right now before we finish up this episode. So we're, we, we both really like Gladiator Donkey Kong. We're happy it's in there. Um, we were happier about some other stuff earlier in this year because earlier in the year when the yoshi's island track was unveiled uh for for the booster course pass it it was 
developed, it was designed in conjunction with Mario Kart Tour for Mario Kart Tour, as all the Booster Course Pass tracks are. And it came out that data miners for Mario Kart Tour hadn't covered the Yoshi's Island track under the file name Mob YA, Mob being M-O-B, Mobile, uh, Mobile Yoshi's Island, right? So, so any track that is designed in this cycle for Mario Kart Tour has Mob or Mob um, as its prefix. They also found one called um, Mob DK in the files. So, of course, this coming out right after the Yoshi's Island track was revealed, everybody was like, well, obviously, we've got something new relating to Donkey Kong coming up as well. And that really buoyed the feeling back then that, yeah, we were probably going to get Diddy Kong with the Booster Course Pass because we finally got Birdo. And why wouldn't we get Diddy, the like biggest character alongside Birdo who got overlooked for Mario Kart 8? And there were five whole slots then, and we were feeling cocky and confident and Mob DK. And oh my god, I was excited about Mario Kart 8 again for the first time in a decade. Oh my god. So we were sitting pretty and feeling good about Donkey Kong's future. This was going into the Super Mario Brothers movie, of course. And uh, I want to thank listener Traveler of the Stars for pointing this in my direction. Because there is a whole Mario Kart Tour community out there that I was basically unaware of until the last week. Um, And there's a community specializing in everything, so it doesn't surprise me. I mean, DK Vine is a niche community. We focus on Donkey Kong Country and the broader shared rare universe that emanates out of it. And you've got even smaller communities that like only focus on, say, Banjo-Kazooie or Sea of Thieves or Playtonic. So why not just a Mario Kart Tour community? And um, I, I have to say, it was really amusing uh, sitting back and seeing that Donkey Kong Gladiator was a huge deal for the Mario Kart Tour community because they have been longing for a Kong variant even harder than us, if that is to be believed. Like, they, they were up in arms about the fact that there were no Kong variants. Why isn't there a Kong variant? We want Donkey Kong in silly costumes. And so they've treated the Night Tour as one of the greatest updates ever for Mario Kart Tour, at least since the Mii update. Um, So I I think that's really cool. But uh, Traveler of the Stars showed me that apparently the Mario Kart Tour community has been doing more data mining. And they've been looking at how things are lining up. And there is now some considerable doubt about Mob DK. Not that it doesn't exist. They are quite certain that Mob DK does exist and, and that there's no question about it. It is coming. But uh, they think it's getting queued up soon and they're looking at what tracks it's being plausibly paired with and they now think it might be a track entitled Daisy Kingdom. Now, we don't have this confirmed yet. This is all just um, speculation and reasoned guessing from the Mario Kart Tour data mining community. But this is also a community who 
called out the Donkey Kong variant like a day or two before it was announced. So they're usually on top of things. They found MobDK back in the early months of the year. So I'm, I don't think they really fly off the handle when it comes to wild assumptions. So, you know, I, I don't know how to read the code on this stuff. I, I can't confirm or verify one way or another. Uh, I'm just trusting, just, just reading the tea leaves here, trusting what they're saying. And I know we're going to get shit if this comes out, that uh, Mob DK is a Daisy Kingdom track. Because we were all excited about it. We were like, surely this is going to come to the Booster Course Pass. It surely means Diddy Kong. At the very least, Diddy Kong. Um, but in, in our defense, come on. Come on. Mob DK right next to Mob Y. It's a pretty logical assumption in a game with Donkey Kong in it to assume something named DK has to do with Donkey Kong. And I know, I know people are probably thinking this who aren't as absolutist as I am. And you're thinking, well, Daisy Kingdom, you mean from Super Mario Land? And you're getting all excited about that. Well, I'm over here weeping in the corner. But, um, I mean, it would be cool to see a Super Mario Land track because that will show a greater willingness to dip into corners of Mario's history they don't normally do. This is a, a thing where, like, I see a silver lining if it's not a DK track, um, which in the in the limited research I've done, I kind of get the impression that it's still not a dead certainty either way, but yeah. there is a lot more doubt yeah. than there was initially that it has anything to do with Donkey Kong. Well, especially after the booster course pass wave five was announced and three of the character slots were revealed and not one Diddy Kong, meaning it's coming down to the wire with two remaining character slots. And given our past history when it comes to all of this, we're not raising expectations when it's, you know, where we're at the finish yeah, line. Yeah, it's, it's gotten to the point, I don't want to dwell on it too much, but I, I've gotten to the point where, like, it's not healthy for me to be optimistic about Diddy's chances getting into Mario Kart 8 anymore. Because I've had those... Pings of hope. I think I think this might be the fourth time in the life of Mario Kart 8 uh, as an entity yeah. that I've gotten excited that Diddy Kong could be added to the game. And every single time I am I'm I'm Charlie Brown running toward Lucy holding the football again, thinking now. Every single time before this, I ended up falling in the dirt. But maybe this time will be different. Yeah, and we, we just got done discussing <laughs> Donkey Kong brand managers, and I say I wouldn't bring it up anymore. But, you know, you're, you're thinking, like, if there are all these restrictions put in place on Donkey Kong, sure. But what's keeping Diddy out of Mario Kart 8, which also predated a Donkey Kong brand management team by four years initially, and has you've got no problem putting Diddy in Mario Kart Tour. What is the vendetta with with the Mario Kart 8 team towards Diddy Kong? Like, I do understand and appreciate having this restraint and keeping the brands, you know, mostly separate, except for some crossover here or there. Like, I, I plotted it in the not E3 Nintendo episode Josh and I did. But at a certain point, Cameron, 
it can go too far, especially when we're not getting any new Donkey Kong games with which to enjoy the characters in. It's also just, I lament that we're even engaged in this school of thought where like it's it's Smash Brothers all over again where we feel like, okay, we know there's a predetermined limited number of these additional characters we're getting and I have to squirm in my chair every time one of them isn't Diddy Kong because he's the one I want most when like, you know, in an ideal world, Petey Piranha and Wiggler have every right to be in Mario Kart 8 because they've been in a previous Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't, I shouldn't like feel resentment for a character not being Diddy Kong because in an ideal world, every single one of these characters would be in the next Mario Kart game in perpetuity because they were in a Mario Kart game. Right. The Super Smash Brothers <laughs> Ultimate immediately calmed me down when they. Like, the big announcement at first was everybody is here, all returning characters. So you no longer had that level of stress where, like, like fans of characters who had been cut in the past were at each other's throats. I, I thought that was a great ground floor. And it's just crazy that Mario Kart, they could put in all the past characters from at least the, the mainline Mario Kart games, excluding Tor. And, and they could do that very easily and the fact that they're not and they're making us fight for it i mean it's just what are we doing here and it's one thing if you want to keep diddy away from mario kart because you've got big plans for the donkey kong franchise but it's another if you're keeping him out of the best mario kart game while it's been 10 years since the last new full-length donkey kong game you got to give us something and as much as i appreciate and love donkey kong gladiator uh, if, if Mob DK is Daisy Kingdom, and that was, like, our best evidence that Diddy Kong is coming, well, Cameron, it's gonna be a salty autumn here in the DK Vine offices. But, I have no skills at data mining, so I, you know, I can't go in there and verify it myself, but DK Vine, thanks to our generous patrons, does employ an entire room full of remote viewers, much like the CIA, and they have actually told me that the sixth and final character in the booster course pass will, in fact, be Diddy, which, of course, means dry, incontinent, dusky, diamond Yoshi. Finally. This has been a File 2 production. Terrico.